You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 65. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Crack a like and podcast world. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 65. Cinco. Oh! Man, a little howling of the wolves over there, Johnny. Yeah, man. Wolf pack of one. <laughs> Told you Craig's got a lot of energy today. <laughs> no telling what's coming out over there. Wolf pack of one. That was good. Tried to bring him to, to lunch before this to calm him down, but I don't think it's worked yet. Just fed the work. wolf, man. I got all hyped up on um, some chickpea. <laughs> Is that in your sandwich? Uh, that's it. That's what hummus is made of. Oh, yeah. Huge shout out to Swarmus. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Been here twice this week, me and Josh. Introduced him to it. Now that's the only place he wants to go. Oh, that's awesome. I'd love to try But it. you know, he's one of these orderers uh, that, <laughs> you know, he just had to order everything separately. False. Like, that was today. Not really? the first time. Not the first time because he didn't know any better. But now they went back. He made them order from... Each different thing, he got it out. They would have to walk the length of the counter and come back before they could put the stuff on his plate. It was odd. I don't know. All I wanted was some kibbe, <laughs> some hummus, a little bit of lettuce, and some bread. Okay. And that's it. I was trying to order so you could get an order of kibbe, a side salad, and a side of hummus. John's making it act like I made them turn themselves on heads over there. <laughs> it was so silly. He did, he was scared to ask for more pita bread. He was like, you asked for it. I already ordered like six things separately. <laughs> well, they were kind of like, man, this guy, he's ordering a lot of stuff. And John wanted his own piece of bread. And I told him he'd have his own piece of kibbe too. So I said, John, you want it. Look, I've asked for like six things. Just ask for a piece <laughs> Is of this bread. before you sit down or while you're sitting, having the waiter come back over and over? No, you just walk down the line. It's like cafeteria style. You just <laughs> oh, walk up and say, okay. I want that, that, that. But it, most of the stuff is set up to like uh, plates or something. Yeah, you can do a plate. Yeah, you okay. can. But then there's, like I said, I just wanted to give you. I didn't want to go with like a beef shawarma plate or something like that. Sure. And so, I, yeah, I was trying to get John to order it. And then lo and behold, I only gave him half piece of bread and one bite of kibbe. <laughs> I did not get a whole kibbe. So you're saying he basically shut down the whole line for a while. Yeah. And then he wouldn't share his... Yeah, the uh, line food. backed up behind us. Better yet, I was letting John use some of his God-given talents to pitch the podcast <laughs> to everybody. He literally was. He was slinging a card to one of the guys. Yes. Here. And then uh, I think mm-hmm. she must manage it, own it, something. She was like, you don't want to tell me about it? Yeah, I'll work my way down to her. We got it. <laughs> nice. We Good, got job. Good job, guys. <laughs> Must have been why he got such a big scoop of uh, hummus. Massive. Sure did. <laughs> it was a lot. All right. Well, on today's topic, we're going to be covering accountability. Um, pitch it out. CC was on board. John, who begs for an outline, didn't even read it. Um, <laughs> it's classic. Um, so I think CC and I'll probably be taking a lot of this into the barn as usual. And we are going to be covering things such as our Lenten journey so far. Today actually marks the halfway point of that. Um, I know this will be coming out a few weeks later, but from where we are today recording, 
how to be accountable, things we're accountable for, accountability partners, things like that. And I would just like to say a thanks to the listeners. There's a form of accountability to show up and listen to us um, on the weekly or if you catch up, listen a few a week. Uh, we appreciate that. All those who are subscribing, listening and helping us spread the word. Yeah, it's been fantastic. And uh, also, if you get a chance, write us a review and rate the podcast. Uh, it gives us a lot of priority and helps people uh, find us. And um, people are always going to listen to or do things that other people enjoy and promote. So we appreciate that. And if you haven't done it yet, go ahead and give us a shout out and do so. All right. Well, before we wheel our way into some of these accountability happenings we're going to move on to the would you rather and it's been a while since i've taken it i was telling the guys not kind of one of my favorite parts because i'm not super creative with these things mm-hmm. yep we've heard that there's been some feedback <laughs> from yourself to your alter ego as i said <laughs> today i'm going to take it in and it's pretty easy kind of on the times we're coming up on it daylight savings is in like a week and a half would you rather the daylight saving time or not? You know, states like Arizona mm-hmm. don't even have it. I mean, they're like, oh, whatever, I'm doing it back. Daylight savings. Doing that backwards, I don't know. But they they don't flip, flip the clocks back. They just leave them, right? Well, we're about to spring forward, right? Right. Or you can flip it back whenever okay. it comes to the fall. All right, I'm just checking. <laughs> so, would you rather daylight savings or no? Uh... Overall, um, I don't like the transition portion of it. So for the next couple of weeks or so, I think it's it's the kids are a little bit more cranky. I, I read a statistic one time that um, more people have health problems like heart attacks and things like that um, following the changes uh, because the different stresses really? that are put on yeah that are put on on your body. So for that, uh, you know, it's. You know, you're going to have to get up an extra hour earlier um, unless you just happen to time it perfectly and go to bed earlier, which we never do. Um, so it is an additional st- stress. So from that aspect, I don't really care for it. Um, I do like to have the maximum amount of daylight time. So that is productive. Um, so I guess I've kind of been dealing with this for my 43 years. So I would just keep rocking what we're doing right now. Really in the end, clear answer out of that. <laughs> that was definitely clear. We're going to keep rocking. I'm going to go with daylight savings time, forward, backwards, spring forward, fall back. No, the question is, would you rather, maybe I didn't clarify this right. Would you rather live in where it's daylight longer all day? Like in Alaska? <laughs> hey, Matt. I'm. Thank you, Craig. Let's see if mine. Okay. Would I'm, you rather, okay. if you had to pick one, would you rather longer days or shorter yes. days? Let's I would just say, go with it like that. Don't, don't change the time. Keep it one way all year. Yes, but you longer, get a pick. We're keeping sunnier, it one way all year. Longer, sunnier pick. days. Don't go backwards to in the fall. Like Just stay to where it stays brighter to like seven or eight all okay. year. Yes, that's the question. So Craig chooses what we're about to go through. Spring forward. John, what was your selection? If well, you I thought had that to was pick. pretty clear. I'm going to spring forward. Okay. Hey. I thought it was or clear that uh, apparently I got to move to Alaska. I don't know. <laughs> How about you, Matt? This was <laughs> he's not he's not done yet. He put his hand he up. Is, uh, like know, whenever he snapped at us that time we were <laughs> he, we were chastised <laughs> by a hot dog. He said, "Time out." He's not done with you. <laughs> well, we got to hold him accountable for this. Uh, would you rather today? <laughs> but uh, go ahead. <laughs> As I said, this is why I don't do the would you rather right here. <laughs> this was easy for me. I love that we spring forward. 
Love the long days. Mm-hmm. I'm hundred percent for them. I can see the want for the shorter days. The positive to that is I normally go to bed a little earlier because everything winds down. Like when it's light later, I'm outside later as long as I can be bopping on the golf cart, maybe hitting some balls, exercising. I just don't like to go inside when it's light outside. So if it's light till freaking seven thirty, eight o'clock. Normally Mm, I don't go to bed quite as early because it takes a little while to wind down. But I'm a huge fan. I like the longer days. But you could say on the flip side, you get the daylight comes earlier whenever it's a shorter day. So it'll be a little odd when you wake up and it's not daylight as light as it would be. So that's where I was trying to go with this, like if you had to pick. Yeah, and then the miracle morning, you know, you're already going to be up earlier anyway. So now what you going to do about that? Have you thought this through? Yeah, I have. That's kind of what inspired someone of asking this. So when I wake up in the morning now, it's going to be even more dark. But exactly, you will get to see a lot more sunrises because you'll already be up. And go strategically place yourself in a position to watch that, the sun come up. That is right. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this time of year. I would sacrifice an hour all day long to do this. That's fine for me. You're sacrificing an hour every day? What's going on here? <laughs> Are you giving up an hour a day? What is that? Does he keep changing the rules here on this? I would sacrifice the hour in order to do this without a problem all day long. Just saying. I don't want to sacrifice an hour every day. I think that to the listeners, I think they're coming at me a little bit today because I tried to analogize this topic to uh, procrastination and it's stuck in their crawl still. Yeah, we all know how that went. Whew. All right. Well, moving in to accountable, accountability. John, since you're the most prepared for us, what do you think on this topic, man? Well, you know, there are, there are many facets of your life that you have to be accountable for. Uh, you know, your work, your kids, your family, um, your country, um, your, your local community. Um, you know, there are, there are a wide range of things. Uh, ultimately, who you're accountable for eternity. Um, so I think this is a pretty broad, wide open question that, uh, that you brought up here. Um, and as far as accountability goes, uh, another last minute topic, uh, selection. So making fun of me for not being prepared, but, uh, you know, I didn't really get it ahead of time. Accountable. <laughs> well, I can tell you this topic is, I love it. I think you got to start with, being accountable to God and yourself, you can get, you can really go down that road a little bit because I think you've got to know yourself. Your you can look at it from uh, your conscience, the Holy Spirit within you, and how you uh, believe you're made to be, think, act, etc. From a moral standard, um, beliefs on life, how we treat other people, and I think if you're not accountable to yourself, um, a you're probably not super happy with some of your actions and B it forces it, it creates a situation where it's harder to be accountable to those who are around you. Um, how are you going to be accountable to someone else when you can't be to yourself? So what do you think about that part of it? Well, I think certainly being accountable to yourself is important. And also I think that goes along with, uh, you know, youth and growing up, um, where you have guidance from hopefully responsible adults. (laughs) I know I'm killing that one so far in my life, uh, with the children. (laughs) Uh, but you, (laughs) you have guidance, you have people who are helping you along the way and hopefully you will learn, um, learn strategies, learn ways to, um, live as a responsible person, uh, live as a generous person, uh, live as a person that you were intended to, um, you know, everybody goes through ups and downs, has challenges, uh, do silly things along the way. But, uh, I think those, 
lessons that you learn from or the accountability that in the long run um, help you to be a responsible adult and hopefully a good person who is heading in the right direction for eternity. That's awesome, man. You know, one thing I think about is, uh, you know, in life, at least in sports, using that as an analogy, you have coaches who, you know, even the best athletes in the world have a coach. Like, you know, LeBron James doesn't need a coach, but he's got one because he helps them see things he can't see, make little changes, think a different way. When I think of accountability, in addition to the awesome examples y'all gave, I think of um, how many times in our life we might want to change something about ourselves, whether it's a bad habit or it's a new goal you're trying to reach, and how many times we struggle with reaching those goals, or maybe we struggle being the person we want to be, or struggle with achieving the outcome we want to achieve because we're trying to do it ourselves, and we try to tell ourselves, "Hey, we're gonna. It didn't work this way because I should have done this," and you kind of spend going around in circles doing the same thing because you're making the same mistakes and. You know, the idea of having an accountability partner or coach in any aspect of that of life. And I think we're scared to pursue that. I know I am a lot of times. And, you know, some of the friends and uh, situations I've had where they pursued an accountability partner or a coach for that one specific area of their life helps them break through that barrier that's keeping them from getting there. So it could be somebody who's already done what you've done. Or I should say, I'm sorry, somebody who's already done what you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Right. So, hey, I want to I want to be good at this thing. Well, find somebody who's already done that thing and then, hey, what did you do to get there? And then have them sort of give you feedback as you make the journey, holding you accountable for, hey, did you do this and this? Oh, man, you know, I sure didn't. You told me I should have. I didn't. You know, okay, let me go back and change the way I do things next week. Hey, did you do this? Yeah, you're right. I know this guy's going to ask me next week if I did the thing he told me to do the week before. And so I think of accountability in a sense of almost like a life um, partner, coach in any area of life. could be your friend, a family member to help you be accountable and how and maybe the courage to call upon someone to be your accountability partner. I know I haven't been good at that, but I'm excited about this topic because I'm, you know, always open to ways to be more accountable for things I'm trying to change. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, accountability partners are, are pretty big. Two uh, examples that come up or in the book John and I read, uh, Miracle Morning, our buddy Hal Elrod um, speaks about having an accountability partner. I tried to be that for John, but... Um, I declined. How'd that go? He pretty much did, tacitly declined. <laughs> and, uh, and he didn't want to exchange, so I should have asked you, Craig, but it's okay. Um, and then I think about Exodus 90, and that was previously mentioned um, a couple podcasts ago. They talk about having accountability partners. I think that there's a proven thing there too, Craig, the method of having one to hold yourself accountable. Uh, I'm the kind of person that I believe that ultimately – our actions are held accountable with the Lord uh, first and foremost, but I think it is awesome to have someone who can, you know, man, it, another good example, working out. We like to do that a lot. Yeah. You got a workout partner. People get going working out. It's good to have someone who's showing up, hold you accountable just to show up, to get the job done, to be positive. So I think accountability partners are be either being one and or um, having one is a big deal. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, having an accountability partner for a wide variety of things. I know they use it a lot in substance abuse. Um, uh, but, you know, the other examples that you talked about, you know, and it can happen for a lot of different reasons, you know. We we find ourselves so busy nowadays doing a bunch of different things that it's easy to let things just um, slide by the wayside and say, oh, well, I'll get to it later. I'll do it another time. But it's a different story whenever you have some – when asking you, okay, did you accomplish what you were, what your goal was, what you were set out to do? And, uh, you know, it, it, it makes it 
front and center in your face that, hey, you committed to this, you didn't follow through, or you did follow through if you, you, know, you happened to achieve whatever you wanted to do, but also maybe a little bit of uh, embarrassment or encouragement or an extra little push to make you follow through with those actions. Yeah, that's another thing you can do is make a list um, of things you want to either accomplish or get better at, like you were just referring to, Craig, and you look at it every day, you see where you are, and this kind of toggles me into our Lenten journeys, uh, being that we are at the, the halfway point through here. Um, how y'all doing on the journey so far? Craig, you holding it down with the uh, St. Joseph book, bro, or what? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm up to up to speed on my St. Joe's book, and man, it's been awesome. You know, I... My wife and I were reflecting on this. I think our relationship is different. Um, whenever you know it's, we have a good relationship, but you, you go you go through dry spells where things aren't as smooth and a little more rocky. And I think a lot of it is just being accountable for who God called you to be as a husband and a man and um, a father. And and Saint Joe was a great example of that. He was mm-hmm. the leader, you know, head of the Holy Family, and just what he did and what he, you know, just answering God's will to give up everything to protect Mary and the God child, baby Jesus, and all those amazing things. So it's, you know, reflecting on that every day kind of makes you pause and look at your own life and, hey, am I doing this in my own life with my friends and my family, and how can I be more like him? You know, oh, these are parts of my life where I'm not quite St. Joseph. You know, I should probably work better because he's just such an awesome role model, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I do feel like having that accountability in Lent, at least with that journey, has been awesome, and hopefully it's something I can continue um you know, and those little sacrifices we make, you know, for me, it's sweets and uh, some of these other little pleasures. I'm just trying to kind of cut back and take those little twinges of pain whenever they pull out the cheesecake to me. You know, I, I sacrificed a little bit here and it's just, you know, God wants me to have this conversion during Lent. And so this is going to remind me why I did that. You know, it's not about the giving up the thing as it is make you just pause and remind yourself why you did it in the first place. So, yeah, so the- far, pretty rocking along. That's yeah. awesome, buddy. Yeah. And how I about think, you, man? I think the journey's great that you're on. Uh, my journey's been pretty good here. I, I'm actually having fun. Um, by far the funnest I've had. I'm kind of like, man, I should be doing this kind of stuff more often. Been hitting the daily mass up. Uh, did the mission last week at Queen of Heaven, which was really cool. First time I'd ever done a Lenten mission deal for three nights. Uh, Lady J joined. It was, it was quite the a nice Lady time. Lady J. Nice. The Lady J, man. The, the legend. Um, and uh, it's been good in my morning time, uh, prayer time. I will say... The shower thing hasn't gone over so well. <laughs> Uh-oh. Cheating in the shower, huh? I'm going to add a few more minutes to this yeah. shower. Look, I tried to do like, go as fast as I really feel like. I'm not going to say humanly possible because it's going to faster, but like to actually clean myself. By the time you do a shampoo, conditioner, it's tough to get five minutes. And this is not like I'm just messing around, like just standing there doing my thoughts. Just like, thoroughly washing my hair for 10 mm-hmm. minutes. Really, really want to yeah. make sure it's clean. He's turned this into a bubble bath shower somehow. <laughs> I have no idea how he's doing it. So, like, that's probably the uh, the most issues I've had. But, dude, it's pretty cool. I, re- I don't even care about watching TV that much. Um, I mean, which you take a bunch of that out anyway. But I'd rather read a book. I finished a few books. I finished Theology of the Body. Got that nice. knocked that out. That was awesome, man. It's a good Fresh. journey. Yeah, it's a good journey. It was um, a lot of good insight in there, CC. So I was very happy about that. Uh, but the journey's going really well for myself overall. It's interesting. You know, it's like I remember a priest one time said, look, if giving up chocolate's going to make you an angry, horrible person for Lent, don't give up the chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you know, I think the idea is that at the end of Lent, you're a, you've corrected a, a flaw maybe that you have, you're a better person, the, you know, the sin is not as prevalent in your life. I don't know, but I think it's it's about being a different person at the end. And, and not, growing closer to the and Lord. Growing closer to the Lord. So yeah. it's, it's all good, man. 
Johnny, what about you, man? Johnny, how's how's the journey? You made it to Mass yet? Yeah, (laughs) I've made it to Mass uh, at least once every week so far, except for this week. But I do plan on going tomorrow uh, during my lunchtime. You know, I do some fasts um, already, but during Lent, uh, I fast and have one uh, full meal on Fridays, and that does tend to get me a little angry by the Ooh, time that, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I'm just Ooh. super hungry. we got to record tomorrow, uh, so I hope you have that meal to early. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Usually have it at the end of the day. So. Oh, Lord, Craig, watch out. Uh, all the other components that I talked about earlier on, you know, um, doing the re- family readings, uh, we were pretty consistent about doing that, uh, doing the Divine Chaplet song and doing a uh, individual rosary uh, also so I've been keeping up with it and um, also no sweets and other things like that which I normally do which is healthy and productive for me um, but I'm so accustomed to doing that now that yeah I still want it but it's, I kind of already have it blocked out that I'm not getting it so uh, I don't know maybe I'll try something else next year since it doesn't seem to be as Tinging me as much as it used to. When you nice. try to do this again next year, I'm gonna play this back for you and, and let you see that you do need to push yourself further. So I'm glad push we got myself the, further. I'm glad we got on the recording. And I will say on a serious note, we'd like to pick and make fun a lot of here, but I am proud of John. Craig and I, I think, from a <laughs> we serious. I'm proud of John and then he immediately jumps to himself and no. uh, what? <laughs> give it a prelude. Craig and I, from a work standpoint, I feel like take on a little more water than John. John gets to play on Thursdays and <laughs> have his good old time. But in life, John is probably the most busiest out of the three of us from, in addition to the work, family. He's he's really in the thrones, which Craig could speak of because he's been there, and I haven't been there. I'm just a, a watcher here. Um, you yeah, know, he's a gawker. He's got a <laughs> high schooler with some really fly happenings, FTB. And then he's got two youngins, one on the way. So his plate is really full. And I was being serious. He's trying to build John up, and he's, he's just not one to hear it, I guess. But um, the fact that you're still able to, to do these things, man, I'm proud of you. Well, thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. And even taught me to cook in the middle of it all. That's true. I did give him a little cooking lesson. And it's awesome that you're setting that example at such a young age because those kids are going to see, hey, daddy's doing this, and then that's going to inspire them. That's awesome. Yeah, they're mostly like, oh, daddy's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely probably think that every day. Daddy said we can't have cake. <laughs> no, daddy can't have cake. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. They still eat it right in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think another one it is being accountable to the Lord. For all that he gives us, um, I then go back to one of my favorite good old stewardship happenings here that we, we don't want to discuss, but we, we keep, we're going to keep hitting on a little bit. You know, of all the things, uh, leaving the place better than we found it, taking care of what, what all that he gives us around us every day um, from a nature perspective, uh, people that are in and out of our lives, you know, as the Lord is in all people. I think our talents and gifts that he gives us, there's a certain aspect to be accountable for those things as well, to use and nurture those abilities, um, talents we have to the best of our abilities. What do y'all think about that side of things? I think you're right, man. It's like God chose you to be in this world for a reason. You know, he said, I need you on this journey of earth for this finite period of time to complete this mission I have for you, to, to bring people closer to him. And so you know, it's taking a step back and looking at the talents you have and asking yourself, am I wasting those talents on um, selfish pursuits or am I taking the talents he gave me and using them for, um, to further his, uh, his kingdom? And I think, you know, I've been guilty of, you know, not necessarily following that path all the time. I try to be conscious of that, but it's that accountability with him, whether it's through your personal prayer, adoration, maybe a pastor or a priest in your life, somebody that you can 
talk to and say, hey, this is kind of the journey I'm on. And sometimes having that accountability partner, one of the, you know, men of the cloth, as you so to call them, to help guide us and give us some feedback like, hey, Craig, you know, I see what you're saying. Why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? Maybe this is a way you can take God's gift and help apply it a little better for his mission, you know, and yeah, I think that's really awesome. Yeah, you know, the ultimate accountability <clears throat> for all of us is, you know, to the Lord. And, uh, you know, I think that's a huge evolution process in and of itself, whereas just like we talked about, um, you know, being young and growing up, how, mm-hmm. you know, most most young people don't um, imagine or recognize the gravity of that situation. Um, and that's something that needs to be taught, reinforced, um, you know, growing up and certainly that was taught to me, you know, growing up in that situation, which, you know, for a long time in my life, I chose to ignore. A very long time to come <laughs> to it. Chose to ignore, but uh, I think it's it's a uh, maturing uh, evolution process that everybody needs to go through and come, come to for themselves to realize that, uh, you know, you are ultimately accountable for yourself and uh, you are not your own. And... Um, that you're ultimately accountable to the Lord. So however you get there, I think it's a, a good thing to consider and try to work towards. What are some of the things y'all do to have that accountability with the Lord? I mean, is it more personal prayer? Is it leaning on someone? Is it a uh, counselor, therapist? I'm just asking, is, you know, a priest, a family? I think it can be a combination of a lot of those things, but what comes to me is the showing up every day showing up and spending time with the Lord every day. And I really did. I, I think I mentioned this early at the start of the year here. Talking out loud to the Lord is something that I don't really do, especially for myself, my own um, habits, ways. Uh, I, I would like to pray for other people, which I do. But, like, I noticed, man, praying for my own life and talking out loud, and that's kind of weird for me. And I've made my way up to, like, five, six minutes a day. I've noticed, like, one of the things I personally ask the Lord is, um, Give me the strength, wisdom, guidance to continue wanting to get to know you, to continue to spend the time with you, to continue to show up every day. Because one of y'all were saying, I think John was, maybe it was you, Craig, I don't know, just a second ago, like life is really busy and it's kind of hard. Like things can get away from you pretty quick and you can say, oh, I'm going to get to that at some point. And I think just literally making it a priority to spend the time um, is a big deal for me. And, I, and I've seen some, some great fruits from those benefits. That's awesome. Yeah, I think there's a, a bunch of different ways that you can do that. Um, you know, for me, going to Mass, I think we've talked about it before, um, spending time in front of the sacrament, praying together as a family, going through the the daily readings, um, that's that's a big component for me and my family. Uh, and it's also a great way to, um, you know, show the younger children um, that this is what you believe, this is what you're putting forward, and... Uh, hopefully this is a good way to accomplish accomplish it. That's awesome. What about you, CC? Yeah, man. No, it's funny. I was thinking uh, before the podcast we were talking about, maybe during the podcast, Father Mike uh, Schmidt has the oh, Bible yeah. in a Year podcast. Mm-hmm. And so in, we're kind of in Old Testament and Numbers, Deuteronomy. And back in the day, if you weren't accountable to the Lord and you misbehaved, man, you, <laughs> watch out. You, he let you know, you know, yeah, yeah. you're either getting bitten by golden snakes or fire snakes <laughs> or getting sucked into the earth or plagues. I mean, it was like... Pillar you, of you fire. Knew, Hello, we messed up. Sorry, Lord. You know, but now after you know Jesus took that on His shoulders on the cross, it's we have free will and it's up to us to accept it or not. And I think we forget that we don't forget, but it's easy to not have that sort of instant sting from not living the life that God's called us to live. And so it's the ball's in our court. I think we take it for granted, and 
you know, what will happen is now when your life is over, then you're going to be reminded, uh-oh, but then it's too late, right? Mm-hmm. So just kind of doing those things that y'all both said to, um, you know, constantly be in communion with him, prayer, be an example of the children so they can see this is how you do it. And maybe that's the mission, right? Maybe that's the mission that God's given us is to, to be that person for someone else in our life, whether it's through our job or through our family, our kids. Podcast, hopefully, we're helping a few folks out there. So it's pretty yep. cool. Yeah, going to the uh, Bible Bible in a Year like you were talking about. Uh, you know, it was interesting. Um, I don't know if you all remember back on the story of uh, Job. Uh, that was one of the things, you know, the Old Testament was what, like what you were saying. Yeah. If you messed up, something bad happened to you. And, uh, you know, in, in that book, you know, they said Job was a righteous and just man. He didn't deserve any things he did. But all of his peers and his relatives and the people around him were like, whoa, What's up with Job? He must be doing something wrong. Yeah. Job's losing his family. He's losing his crops. Uh, all of these types of things. So, hundred percent. Back in the day, whew, bad things were going to happen, and you know that was that was, I guess, early on gossip. How people were saying, "Hey, Job must be an unjust man, an unworthy uh, person," uh, because all of these plagues and things keep happening to him. So, I don't know. Just something that hit me whenever you were talking about the uh, Bible in a year that stuck out to me for sure. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's another one. Speaking of Bible in the year, I, I, I've been on that. Like we, we were talking about that beforehand. I'm closing, closing in on the gap here to getting almost caught up, started a little behind. But um, I think it's pretty cool how Father Mike has a sense of having one be accountable to continue showing up. I don't know yeah, if you noticed that in his he words. He's really, really fantastic job of doing that. And I also think it's key. I kind of mentioned this early. I really think, and I'm big into this, getting in touch with yourself and who you are and who you were created to be can really, and then in touch with our ultimate maker, our Lord, um, I think that those are ways that can really help with your facets of life and and being accountable to yourself, because I think that's really ultimately where it starts. It's true. You know, God doesn't make mistakes, and he put you here for a reason, and that's a huge blessing that of the billions of combinations that could have occurred, you were the one chosen. And I think a lot of people, um, man, a lot of the depression and anxiety in their life is you know, what's my purpose? Why am I here? You know, they like, they're missing something. Like there's just this void. They don't know why they feel this way. Life's not what they thought it was going to be. They don't really know their purpose. I mean, we all kind of go through that, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, you know, that's a good example of, you know, God put you here for a reason and you know, he can show you why you're here and just trusting in him, believing in him. He'll open up your heart and mind to those things to help you kind of be at peace with who you are. And it just opens doors. And even if it's, even it's like Steve said, if it's like Job and the world's crashing all around, you're like, hey, I'm a pretty good person. Why is this happening? Why don't I have the thing I thought I was going to have at this point in my life? Or why don't I, um, why haven't I achieved this goal? I mean, it's like, why does God hate me? Well, he doesn't hate you. I mean, there's a purpose and a reason for your your being here. And in due time, he opens that up and shows you those answers. And he hits me. I'm like, that's just my observation in life uh, from times when I haven't had things go the way I want, how they just kind of open up and just having that clarity and it kind of gives you peace at where you're at, at least for me, when things aren't going the way I thought they are. I just got to keep having faith and trust and, you know, that know that one day God will hopefully lift that burden, whatever it is. And because it always, you know, we talked about before, every, every uh, winter turns to spring. Yeah. It's going to yeah. happen. And I like what you said a little bit ago, CC, about, you know, one day we do. We all, we all, it's our time to be, to get the call up, you know, and, and you get to look back hopefully and, and see and, 
and uh, see what your actions were and accountable for those things. And that's a, that's a big deal to me, especially the older I get. And it's with my good old snap of the finger situation, you know, one second gone, one second closer. And that's a fact. And, and how we want to live our seconds and being accountable for our actions is definitely something that I think is a, an important key to that part. All right, guys. Well, I've enjoyed the conversation. It's been pretty good. No, it's been great. Guys. Great job, yeah. Greg. Yeah. Oh, good work, awesome, Greg. Man. I was thinking the same thing <laughs> earlier, just a while ago. I wanted to say, preach on, CC, preach. Uh, you guys. Shoot, I felt like John went into the deacon mode over there for John, a minute on Job. I was like, wow, mode. look at this go. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of him. I'm just going <laughs> to leave that there. <laughs> Deaconator. <laughs> I went to level four. I'm like on level four today, CC. Oh, he's level four. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He moved up, Matt. Just a little bit. 3.87. <laughs> Oh, man. And speaking of which, John's just going to keep on going on here, and he's going to roll us into our good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas and what made you hit the brakes and or what made you hit the brakes. Johnny, what you got, buddy? Well, last weekend and for two more weekends coming up, um, my brother and I are taking a dry needling course. So Shout out to Paul. Hey, awesome. Paul. So it's a 53-hour uh, certification program. Uh, adjunct to the services that um, I provide as a chiropractic physician. Um, you know, it's something that um, is necessary every now and then, uh, and I have the occasion every now and then to refer people out to other providers in the area that the things that we do uh, are not completely resolving the issue. So before I would uh, send them on to Craig or something else like that, this is another avenue that you could try to resolve the issue but have it, before having to go to something more invasive. Um, so it's just something I've been trying to do for a while. It just took a bit to, uh, get our schedules together, but for 53 hours, I'm hitting the gas. So I'm getting that extra little tool in my toolbox in order to, uh, resolve people's musculoskeletal issues and going for it, man. I think we also should let the listeners know about John's title of president this year of the Chiropractic Association. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. So I think that this that's is a awesome. perfect thing for the tool belt for the president. Yeah. <laughs> the tool belt for the president. <laughs> right. uh, you know, I don't have a presidential tool belt, but uh, yes, it's true. I am the president of the uh, Chiropractic Association of Louisiana. So I uh, run the agenda and um, help support um, individual chiropractors and help direct some legislative things that go on around the state. Um, it's been an interesting deal so far. We've been doing a lot of good things, a lot of interesting things going on uh, around the state and around the nation. So it's been fun so far. Haven't, haven't been overrun by the responsibility yet. We're proud of you, buddy. That's well, awesome. Well, thank you. Congrats, man. That's thank awesome. You. Well, all right, guys. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in to us this week, 65 episodes in. Uh, as we said in the prelude there a little bit, um, if you can, help us spread our word. Uh, if you know somebody who hadn't listened to us, uh, we definitely appreciate you uh, telling them about us. If you want to uh, rate us, give us a review, we'd appreciate that as well. And I would just challenge you to spend some time with yourself. See what you think that you could do a better job of being accountable for in your life and or accountable to different people, etc. And until next time, we'll catch you all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining.
Sing with me. I, 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 I'm living by. 